Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from uh, GoldenBlack.com, live in his car, sitting again in a car in a hotel parking lot, uh, this time in Council Bluffs, Iowa, just outside Omaha, uh, following Purdue's 88-72 to uh, loss at Nebraska. I normally do these while driving, but that drive from Lincoln to Omaha in this weather is not something to be trifled with, and inexplicably, the roads get markedly worse when you get to Omaha. It makes no sense at all. Anyway, this is your goldenblack.com sitting in a car outside a hotel in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Um, it was brought to you by our friends at East End Grill and Rippling Company, Purdue Federal Credit Union, AcrePro.com, T&W Design and Build, and the Whitaker Inn, which is hundreds if not thousands of miles from here, so I will not be driving past it tonight. So Purdue loses 88-72, to 72, obviously uh, a very disappointing outcome for Purdue. Um, sort of a combination of it being a buzzsaw sort of night for Nebraska, coupled with Purdue not doing uh, its part to prevent it from being the victim of that buzzsaw. Uh, Purdue turned the ball over way too much, uh, maybe not way too much from a numbers perspective, but it affected the game adversely way too much with its turnovers, uh, 14 of them. But they uh, came at bad times. They extended Nebraska runs, and Nebraska won this game with runs. I know that sounds silly because all basketball games are kind of sort of won by runs, but there were a couple of big ones by Nebraska that were extended, uh, worsened by Purdue turnovers, and not great turnovers either. Not, not turnovers Nebraska, like, forced but Purdue is just kind of careless with the ball, sloppy, and a lot of those turnovers really hurt them because Purdue's 14 turnovers led to 18 Nebraska points, uh, a couple of very untimely pick sixes that, again, threw gasoline on the fire of some of these Nebraska runs. Um, just a, kind of a malfunction on Purdue's part in that regard. That, again, I've said this 100 times, that is Purdue's existential threat this year. Uh, when they turn the ball over, they struggle. When they struggle, turnovers are always part of it. When they lose, turnovers are always part of it. Um, th this is two Big Ten road games now where Purdue just turned the ball over way too much or impacted its chances to win way too much with turnovers, uh, even if they didn't commit 20 or whatever. Uh, it's just a real issue for Purdue and something that is going to be like last year's three-point shooting. Um it's something that every single game, no matter how well you do with it for a half dozen games in a row, whatever, it's always sitting right there waiting to beat you. And Purdue's just got to be on top of it the best it can. But at the same time, this was kind of one of those nights where Nebraska, who is always better than Nebraska, is on paper when they're playing at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Um, I'm not sure a whole lot of there are a whole lot of teams in the country that were going into Nebraska tonight. Uh, and and beating that. Uh, that That's probably uh, overstatement, and a lot of you will jump out of your chairs to yell at me when you hear that. Hopefully you're not driving when you do, because that wouldn't be safe. Um, but it was one of those shooting nights for Nebraska. Uh, you know, you know Kisei Tomonaga does what he does. Uh, he is, I said last year, he was the scariest player in the Big Ten because of his game-wrecking potential. And that's exactly what he did here tonight, uh, or there tonight. I'm not there anymore, so I can't say here. Uh, he was 5 of 9 from 3. 
made just impossible shots. Uh, shots with Lance Jones all over him, Ethan Morton all over him. It's what he does. I mean, he, he's done this so many times in his career that you can't really call it a fluke. It's just one of those things where he's just an amazing player and uh, just has this potential to just blow basketball games up. And that's what he did uh, to Purdue tonight. But it wasn't just him. It was pretty much everybody uh, for them made threes. Their front court, Juwan Gary, made a three. The guy whose name I can't remember who produced Stash Zach Edie on for a while because Rink Mast, their center, their their skilled big man, uh, was stepping out making some threes and Purdue was having a hard time guarding him at all levels of the floor. Purdue stashed Edie on this other guy, the, the this uh, forward who is perceived as a non-shooter because he was like 3 or 14 uh, for the season prior to tonight. And he comes in in the second half and makes a big three at a big time. And it was just kind of one of those nights for Nebraska, one of those nights for Purdue. That said, Purdue obviously could have been better. I think Purdue, um, you know, needs mature guard play in situations like this, and I don't think they necessarily got it. Um, and I'm talking about everyone in that regard, not just any one player, not just any two players. I just think they didn't take care of the basketball the way they needed to. They didn't play with the level head that they need to in situations like that. There's no situation, Purdue, this group hasn't been through. And, um, you know, they've got a lot of experience here. Uh, again, not here, but they've got a lot of experience with this team. And uh, you expect... You know, sometimes that experience to lead to that proverbial deep breath when Nebraska scores six points in 20 seconds, starts to mount a run, and I didn't think you saw that tonight. Doesn't mean Purdue doesn't have it. Doesn't mean it won't show up in X number of games the rest of the season, but tonight they just they just compounded matters repeatedly by, um, by turning the ball over and really, really uh, worsening their... their their place in this game when Nebraska was making runs. Purdue had it shot. Um, you know, they were down 11 at halftime, got within one in the second half. You really had to feel good about Purdue's chances when they got that thing down to one. But every time thereafter, when Purdue did something to lead you to believe, hey, they've still got that, that game-winning pull-away run in them, Nebraska made a big shot. C.J. Wilcher, uh, three or four, uh, a guy who's not done a whole lot of, against Purdue in his career. Uh, this is a different Nebraska. This this isn't the rando band of mercenaries, completely disorganized team that you know Nebraska has been rolling out there for years now. They've actually got multi-year guys. They've got some continuity. He's recruiting basketball IQ. He's recruiting guys who will guard a little bit, and um, they're just a very different Nebraska team than what I think most of the Big Ten is used to seeing. And again, even when they're bad, they're always something more than they should be when they play at Pinnacle Bank Arena, one of the really, really good environments in the Big Ten. And they don't, re they don't rely on their students necessarily for their environment. The fans are great. Uh, it's a really great environment no matter what. And uh, tonight it ended with another court storming for Purdue. So... Um, you know, I, I don't think you really freak out after this game. Uh, still a lot long season ahead, but, you know, being 3-2 and two in the Big Ten uh, for Purdue, the uh, obvious prohibitive favorite in the Big Ten, uh, it's way too early to draw any conclusions here, but what you are doing is you're, you're 
you're cutting into your margin for error uh, here the rest of the season. You're not going to go unbeaten on the road most likely the rest of the season. That you know that much has been has been made pretty evident here through the early results, uh, the loss at Northwestern, the loss at Nebraska. Those are you know maybe two NCAA tournament teams, but they're not you know teams that Purdue. Uh, where you came into the season and you're like, okay, Purdue's going to lose here, going to lose here, going to lose here, you know, things like that. And now you go to the Indianas, you go to the Rutgers, and you go to some of those places that are always hard to win in. You go to Illinois at the end of the year if if the uh, league title hasn't been resolved by then. You know, you go to Wisconsin, and now your your margin for error in that regard is, is more narrow than it was before this Nebraska game. In no way, shape, or form am I saying Purdue should have won at Nebraska uh, because at no point in time, you know, did they have this game won. Uh, they had themselves in a good position at one time. But saying the better team lost tonight would not be accurate. The better team, in the broader view, lost tonight. But in terms of those 40 minutes at Pinnacle Bank Arena, the better team did win this game. Uh, the Northwestern game is the one where, you, you you know, Purdue can look back and kind of kick itself. Uh, that's one Purdue should have won. They had every opportunity to. Lance Jones fouling out killed them. Uh, turnovers killed them. Uh, Boo Booey killed them. Um, these COVID year guards, man, they're just all over the place, and they're the bane of Purdue's existence. Uh, but anyway, um, so that's kind of what I got from Purdue's loss at Nebraska. Um, We will uh, talk to you again earlier this week, early this week when Purdue plays at Penn State at home. Shouldn't have a whole lot of drama there, I wouldn't think, but uh, whenever Purdue turns the ball over, again, uh, little beads of sweat should uh, start to emerge on everyone's forehead. So, hey, that's what I got from my Dodge Durango rental here uh, outside my, my hotel in Council Bluffs, Iowa. The best bluffs you'll ever find in Iowa, the Council Bluffs. Um, thank you to the uh, East End Grill and Ripple and Company, Purdue Federal Credit Union, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, and the Whitaker Inn for your support. As always, uh, we appreciate it very much, and uh, thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.